Well, I hope you had a great week. I guess the result of all of this, of what we've been talking about in the last month of love and respect and having date night and getting role models and, uh, and mentors on board, is that really what you should expect is a happy ending. Okay, and a happy ending meaning that, you know, when you're through the challenges, you need to acknowledge that you're through them. And certainly in the beginning, what Kent and I would find was that our frustrations with each other and our challenges that we were overcoming went from weeks down to days, down to hours. And it was because of our openness to be able to really communicate honestly and truthfully as soon as we possibly could. So we put a rule that you know we wouldn't go to bed when things were unresolved. And, um, and that was one of the best rules that we put in place within our relationship to ensure that we had a happy ending a lot faster. And that didn't mean that everything was perfectly smoothed over by the end of the night, but it certainly meant that, you know, the tears that needed to be shed had been shed and that, you know, the words that needed to have been gotten out had been gotten out. And, um, and I know that in terms of, you know, some of us having these rocky rides as we're, you know, on our, on our journey to what we've defined as what success is in our relationship, it is um, about enduring um, those challenging times but more importantly it's about recognizing when you have achieved something very very significant and honestly in your relationship. I think for me um, you know coming from a, a female perspective who um, you know is very determined in terms of achievement um, the challenge can come from becoming too dominant in my relationship and trying to be all things to all people and so therefore the assumption that I'm going to be perfect you know in every different role can build up a certain perception that I can't live up to and so when I'm faced with the truth within my marriage within my relationship and it hurts then that stubbornness streak that tends to come out and, and says whatever it needs to say can be quite damaging and it's taken me a lot of years to be able to understand how to listen and to hold my tongue and to be able to appreciate the fact that it can be very very challenging to to tell me the truth and so therefore I needed to find a partner that was very very powerful and so that power sometimes can bowl me over and just recognize the fact that the relationship that you're in is an equal match you wouldn't have found each other unless it was equal but some of you may not be playing equal and I certainly knew that I'd probably disempowered or, or disrespected Kent to a certain um, extent when he was not stepping up into that role, into his power. And so certainly for us finding some other people that we could speak to or communicate with, it was really clear um, when they used this analogy that I'm going to use for you. And this is what I'm finding is probably the common theme um, that I'm seeing with a lot of females that are in business is they're wearing that masculine role or week and so when let's imagine you enter a room and there's a male cushion and a female cushion they're running to the most comfortable one which is the male cushion and they're sitting on it and then the uh, husband saying well can I at least have a corner like I don't want to sit on the female cushion <laughs> can you at least give me a little bit and it's like Ugh. all right there you go you can have a little bit as soon as they're not watching ladies you you know you kick them off because um, you know we've been trained in our generation to become more empowered and to to go out and get what you want and to not wait 
um, but it's having massive consequences in, in relationship. And so these men are left not knowing where they're meant to be standing. And so it's very, very awkward in all situations. And so, you know, for me, the happy ending was when I was able to be um, one thing within my business, meaning I was congruent in my business in the energy that I needed to hold, meaning if I was born into a female body, I needed to be feminine. And that was really, really important. And that transition took a long period of time because my comfort zone, getting through mastery in business and niche in business and, and building um, in a mostly masculine um, environment. I mean, business coaching, when I started, had six women in our franchise and over 600 men. And so all the role models were masculine. And so I left that feminine behind and just took on the traits of the masculine to huge amounts of limitation, I believe, to my skill set. And so coming back into that feminine energy, using my intuition, understanding that there's a lot more gentleness approach than there is data dumping. It's a lot more contextual based than it is content based. And understanding that, you know, there's a lot more relaxation and flow from where I'm coming from now. And so therefore my journey is a lot more joy filled. And so, you know, being able to recognize that, you know, there's a, there's a happy ending is really, really important in your relationship as well. When you can step back right into the feminine and allow the man to be right in his masculine, step into his power, respect him, allow him the freedom to do and be whatever he wants without limitation, then you start to recognize the fact that you can each become who you are meant to become a lot faster. And so for me, this week is just about acknowledging the fact that the journey that you're on has a happy ending. <laughs> because for me, it was like, when will it ever come? When will it arrive? You'd see little peaks of it, but certainly nothing ever, you know, long lasting. Whilst I was in the density, those first four to five years of business, um, it, was, it was intensely rocky. And so I guess the endurance race of it all could feel quite challenging. Um, but as we set up those rules for ourselves to start to say, okay, well, we will speak openly and honestly with each other. We started to have whiffles, what I feel like expressing. And so we would have them regularly. We now have them every night uh, with our children. Our two and our three-year-old are, are well adaptable to um, what I feel like expressing is and off they go and then that's what I feel like expressing and then they can say thank you and you know so it's amazing how young you can educate people to be able to express honestly and how freeing it is to be able to acknowledge that you had a challenging day you had a rough day mummy got angry today she was sorry that she did what she did and uh, for, please forgive me and, and I feel this and I feel that and taking responsibility for it. And a three-year-old to knowledge and say, thanks, mummy. That, that is incredibly powerful when you, when you look, you know, decades ahead. I'm absolutely certain um, this next generation of kids will grow up with a much more solid foundation if you have a solid foundation. And so we're not looking for small changes. The happy endings we're talking about are generational changes that can happen when people acknowledge that they need to get back into their own power. And as a woman, that power is feminine. And as a man, that power is masculine. But we each carry the energies in equal proportion. 
And so I realize as a, as a female that I do carry masculine energy that must be in balance. And therefore to be able to continue to keep that in balance, I must do the activities, right and left brain, yin and yang, um, parasympathetic, sympathetic to allow my body to be able to adjust, relax and work when it needs to in its flow. So, you know, for me, I had a week out um, at Gwingana, which is a, a health retreat up at the back of Burley Heads. And um, I spent a week for Mother's Day and my birthday just being able to really acknowledge the work that I'd done to recognize um, you know where I'd come from and to start to get a vision for where I wanted to move towards and it became really apparent that couples in business was my absolute burning passion uh, to lower divorce rate in small business to give children a much more secure upbringing by allowing their parents to um, to have much more successful relationships was a driving force and and that's where this program was really born and so I guess the happy ending for me is to acknowledge the fact that as we're coming to the end of um, this program in, in three or four months is that the road from here on in becomes much more abundant. Okay, so once you start to get your relationship on track and you start to really recognize the value in each other and you start to acknowledge that through your love languages that you've learned is that there should be so many more happy endings every single week. And so really what we want you to start tracking now is how you celebrate those. How do you celebrate those happy endings and how do you acknowledge for each other when the other person needs an apology and then you give the apology. And so we, we had um, yesterday a, 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 an unbelievable um, acknowledgement. I'd been sick over the weekend but I wouldn't um, receive any help when I was sick and I actually recognized a pattern in myself that I didn't actually love myself unconditionally when I was sick. There was a condition on loving myself which meant that I must be the main provider and I must be low maintenance and I can't drain anybody's energy and I mustn't be a burden and you know it really stems back I could completely understand where it stemmed back to when I was sick when I was a little girl and and uh, my brother sat on my bed and and he said, you're not sick, you're frightened. And I said, no, no, I'm sick. I've been up all night and I'm sick. And he said, what have you got at school today? And I had a sports day and I'd been getting bullied at school, which my mum knew about and obviously told my brother. And he said, no, you're scared of those bullies and what they're going to do to you. And, and what do you think is going to happen when you are going to university and you've got an exam? and you're worried about the result and on your first day of work when you're scared about if you're going to be able to do your job and and when you had he extrapolated this this experience that I was having as um, a six or seven year old little girl right out to be that I was a big burden on the family because if I couldn't go to school today then mum couldn't go to work and that was two hundred dollars which was our grocery bill and all six children wouldn't be able to eat <laughs> And he just, he really like drove it home. And so of course, you know, I had to get dressed and, and off I went to face not just the bully from home, but the bully at school and, you know, and life was very challenging for me in that moment. Um, and so I could feel when I was sick that, um, you know, there was something on TV that Kent had been really excited about watching and I got up and he was out with the kids but the TV was on <laughs> and so this was just infused with this guilt 
that um, I had robbed him of this experience that he'd been planning because I was sick. And, um, and it hit me at the depths of who I was that I just wasn't good enough and I was selfish and you know I had no right to take that away from him and so you know that it was amazing that when I actually got to the to the result of him coming home I, I took that burden on took the kids away let him have a whole afternoon on his own uh, didn't expect anything from him for the rest of that day and when he challenged me on it then I just broke down into tears and said I don't I don't feel I deserve anything and that I really um, don't feel a sense of you know happiness or gratitude that's coming back from you when you're helping me when I'm sick and um, and it was a huge lesson for me to understand that in actual fact I was blocking anything that was possible but you know what was really interesting is this morning when he came home he, he apologized and he said you're right I wasn't doing those things with any kind of gratitude and you know I'm, I, I'm terrible I'm a terrible husband and I'm sorry now to me that that signifies a happy ending as well is that the feeling I was getting was actually congruent I was trusting my gut instinct um, and the feeling of not being worthy enough or of robbing him of an experience was actually what he was feeling but his value set you know was what he was acknowledging as well and so it was really um, to me you know as you go through these journeys don't think that the lessons are going to cease don't think that they're going to stop if anything they become more raw and they become more experiential and certainly being a teacher of these things I'm certainly open to um, acknowledging them a lot more um, specifically because otherwise I find it very hard to teach something that I don't have empathy and sympathy for so um but I think that you know for me the happy ending was this morning just having that acknowledgement of being able to have gotten those words out and felt secure enough in our relationship to voice that and to say that you know when you were sick and I looked after you it was with gratitude that I did it I didn't I didn't do it from any other point of reference and yet I didn't feel that um, and challenge that feeling because when you're building a strong relationship and we're talking about love and we're talking about respect then these are feelings they're not going to come through words they're not going to come through acts of service so even though all the acts of service and the words were aligned it knocked on to a bigger lesson for me but in actual fact all along the feeling was congruent and so I think that you know what's important is that as you start to develop who you choose to be and who you want to play in the bigger scheme of things congruency is the most important thing and that is going to empower each of you to grow to the next level and so how you act and react when there's stress in your life and when there's situations is going to be the critical factor of how you're going to celebrate those happy endings and the more transparent you are the more relief it is for your partner to to pick up and understand yeah that's what I was getting or that's what I was finding and that's fine I completely forgive you because if anything it's the missing piece to the puzzle it wasn't that I couldn't receive love it was that it was being blocked from a different source and so I'm so grateful of having had that experience to to understand sometimes the happy ending can just be a relief 
a feeling of, okay, well, at least we're on the same page now and we understand for next time what's going to be really, really important. Or I can have new rules or new places or, or understandings to be able to protect myself, to be able to get to a place that feels safe or, or whatever it is to redefine um, what is going to be that happy ending for me. And that's literally what I did. I redefined it and said, okay, at the next possible level, to get freedom for both of us, what do we need? You know, what's the next step? Then how do I link that back into our business? And all I did was redefine each of the areas of our business and separate them to a dream to have, you know, full-time nanny or housekeeper or cleaner or whatever it is that seems to be the stopping point or the resentment point in the relationship. And then to set the timeline and say, right, in 90 days, this is what we're going to have. Never again will this let us block in this relationship. Let's just get on and do the things we need to do so that we can both have that freedom that we're both looking for without feeling resentment. Okay, so if you follow the feeling, then you're sure to get to success. Follow the feeling of joy, follow the feeling of freedom, follow the feelings as opposed to going into your head and doing the chore that must be done. Okay, so usually we're so guilt-infused and we're so um, pre-programmed to please others that we're no longer able to please ourselves. And so it's through communicating as a couple to understand what is success and how we do um, work and um, you know revolve around each other when we've got these, these challenges that that's when success comes a whole bunch quicker. And so when you can understand that the happy endings come in all different formats, sometimes it's because you've achieved that financial goal and you've gone out and you've bought a brand new house full of furniture and certainly that was exciting when we did that as well. Um, however, I think in the milestones of, of relationship, um, the conversations that stick with me are the ones that were the most raw and the most honest, that really shed a new layer um, off that person to get to the core of who they really were that are probably going to be the things that are going to be the sticking points that are going to keep our marriage together for a lifetime. And so I don't know if that's going to happen, I don't know if that's the outcome that's meant to happen, but I certainly know that as a decision um, today it's certainly what I'm committed to. And I think that that's all that it can come down to is our commitment to be, um, to be better. Don't wish that it was easier wish that I was better you know so some of the books that have just incredibly helped me um, you know over the years have been um, books about love is a choice and the love and respect book and the five love languages uh, personality plus to learn what our, our what type of behavioral styles that we have um, within our relationships um, there's some great, no, there's just so many books that I've read. So certainly if you need anything, um, send us an email about the challenge you're having and there's always a book that you can read. The Anatomy of Peace, um, Leadership and Self-Deception. All these books that give you tools on how to be able to um, communicate better within relationship and understand that instead of just fixing what's going wrong, we need to start on working on what can go right a lot better which means we've got to get out of our boxes we've got to obtain a heart that's peaceful 
before we start to engage in a conversation. All these little tools that have you know, helped to build relationships around that person. I know um, that when I'm having challenges, I'll ring um, Kent's sister or Kent's mum or Kent's stepdad and have a long conversation with them because they have had a long history with him. There's no point getting on the phone ringing my sister or my mother or my father <laughs> because they're on my side. That's not going to help me to build a relationship. Whereas if I can get really clear to say, look, it seems that there's a block here and you know, I can't seem to communicate in this way. It's always about money or it's always about this or, or whatever. Then usually you can find a key from a sibling that says, oh, don't ever mention that because that's what you know, we used to hear as kids or, or whatever. And you go, oh, I understand there's another piece to the puzzle here. So how willing are you to do the work to be able to gain the relationship that is going to be the definition of success for you? What lengths are you willing to go to be able to sit and to listen honestly to somebody who loves you enough to give you the honest feedback? We had um, one guy that he, uh, he came and listened to a session on, on this stuff, this couples and relationships. and. And he went home and he said, right, honey, tell me what you really think. And he sat there for 45 minutes. She didn't even draw breath, he said. Everything that needed to come out, came out. And, um, and he just sat there and listened and he was open and aha, uh -huh, and I understand and I can see. And I mean, all of us as clients were sitting around going, well, how did that feel? And, um, and it set them on a very challenging path. And so, you know, but the first step is to be open and honest enough to be able to ask the question and then to sit and listen to see how deep those hurts are because once they're open then there needs to be a resolve to work towards the happy ending of that situation and so all I can do is encourage you to keep on that journey and to know that you know that it's significant when you get closure on a certain issue and then you'll plateau for a period of time before you go into the next issue. Now sometimes the plateau is only hours and sometimes it's months. But certainly um, what I've discovered is the happy endings are so much happier the more you progress down this path, the more you use role models, the more you apply the five love languages and the more that you get out of your crazy cycle. So for the rest of this, um, this course that we're going to now take, really we're on the home straight now and it's all about the success that you can have as a couple, setting yourselves up for that success and making sure that you're united as a team and you're dedicated to be able to move in that space towards um, that congruency together that is really going to bring what true wealth is. And wealth is what you've got when you've got no money. It's certainly in relationship. Um, you know, if you can get to a place where you have that unconditional love, you trust someone implicitly and there's, and there's that strength there, that bond there, then it doesn't matter what you face as a couple in business. To be honest, it's, you know, the bigger the better because you now have that strong foundation that you can build on that really you can just go from strength to strength to strength. So that's just a short one for this week, but I hope that um, what I'd encourage you to do is to acknowledge some of the, the happy endings to each other so that, you know, for each of you it might be different, knowing that mine's words of affirmation and apology is just like the most ultimate um, success for me. 
um, or a card or, or something to acknowledge that okay I heard you and I I, I am willing to change and I've listened and now I can move on whereas you know for for those of you that have different affirmate gift giving or physical touch or whatever is your um, acts of service or whatever is your your uh, love language then just make sure that as partners you're aligning that it's very very important so have a great week and then we'll speed up and get you towards success as quickly as possible <music>